Everyone deserves better meetings. So we created the Better Meetings Podcast as a place where meetings and events industry professionals can gather to discuss, analyze, and report on the latest trends, challenges, and news from within the meetings industry. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm John Trask. I'm your host, and I'm here uh, with uh, Sheriff Kara Matt, the president and CEO of PCMA, and Mr. Greg O'Dell, the uh, chairman of the 2019 PCMA Board of Directors. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you, John. Thank you for having us. I'm, I'm very happy to see you again. We, we talked recently up in uh, up at WEC in Toronto, and uh, now we're down in Los Angeles at your Educon. Yeah, the world we live in. It's exciting, isn't it? Toronto, yeah. now in Los Angeles. Wow. We're just jetting all over. It's <laughs> yeah. a, that's one of the things that I've actually always appreciated about our business is the opportunity to travel and see places and get to go places I might not normally get to go to on my own. Yes, and experience uh, many different cultures and different uh, cities. That's Absolutely. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a great part of the business for me. And it, you guys are having a great event here, it seems. Uh, just to touch on that briefly before we dive into the real topics. Absolutely, and I, I um, we, you know, I, I love Educon. It's, uh, it's uh, an event that we actually uh, really get to visit with people. Um, it's um, uh, just a manageable size, mm-hmm. and um, this year um, it's a bit larger than normal. It's our largest Educon in our history. Wow! Um, with about nine hundred fifty uh, participants. Very nice. Um, uh, and uh, but we've been uh, creating some. Really um, interesting uh, experiences, and uh, I've been enjoying LA as well. Let's look at this city. Look, it's it's yeah. vibrant. It's uh, so I I have this um, thing that I'm I'm comparing PCMA to LA, and <laughs> I, and so so here's my comparison. I absolutely think there's a renaissance, there's a transformation, there's a revival going on with the city, mm-hmm. and I think it mirrors with all the exciting things that are happening at PCMA. And so that's that's my comparison. There's two two a city and an organization that's on the move. Both of them coming together. Absolutely. Yeah. This this area. I mean, I'm a native of Southern California, and, and this was not an area that you would necessarily want to visit around the convention center, even a decade ago. It doesn't seem. And so what they've done here uh, with the expansion and growth and the hotels and all of that has really uh, really changed the whole complexion of this part of the city. I would just echo to Sheriff's comments from LA's perspective and all the partners. You know, it's interesting, before PCMA Educon started, they had another major event here with the BET experience. And so the transformation that happened from that event to ours was seamless. And I think, you know, hats off to the LA team. And they've been amazing in support of hosting this event as well. They're very, very accustomed to uh, to large, high-profile events and, and working through them. I know I did something at the event deck over here at LA Live uh, a few years back, and it was the same time as a basketball game and uh, the Disney Radio Awards going on in the theater. And yet, you know, everything flowed smoothly and worked out really well. That's great. Good. So what we were really going to talk about today, though, is uh, when, when we were in Toronto, we talked about like numbers and data and, and things around the meetings. And I, I wanted to maybe talk with you a little bit more about the human side of the business. Mm. And uh, I know there's an initiative that you started, uh, the Ascent Initiative. Yeah. And I did a little bit of reading on that and uh, about inclusion and diversity within our industry. So I thought that would be where we could start today, talking about that diversity and inclusion. Sure. Uh, so I, you know, you actually uh, 
you, you, you get an extra point on my uh, radar today because you said the word inclusion before you said diversity. Because for me, um, diversity is an outcome of being inclusive. And so um, PCMA is all of inclusiveness. And it's about inclusiveness because that's the way we learn and we challenge the status quo more than ever. Um, without actually been, being inclusive, you will never know everything. And the more perspectives, the more diverse backgrounds, the more um, different mindsets that we bring to the table, and um, we, we grow, we learn, uh, we create better experiences. So PCMA has uh, started the Ascent program for a number of reasons uh, and the CEO pledge. And one was uh, looking at diversity and inclusion and so forth in, in a different lens. And um, we looked at SAP users. SAP uh, today is the most um, diverse company in the world because it was the most inclusive company in the world. And it is, it's labeled that simply because, um, not because they were being altruistic and good. They actually had a need and they had a need in computation and mathematics and they had, they had complex mathematical problems that they had to solve. And uh, they couldn't find people that could help them solve this problem. Well, guess how they went about it? They actually, they went, went looking, and went, what they discovered was that people with autism actually had incredible mathematical and computational skills. So they hire, started hiring people on the autism spectrum. Okay. Today, um, SAP has more than 250 people working on, in their employment that are on the autism spectrum. And talk about inclusion, but it was this notion that you can do good, but it's good for business. Right. And that has actually served their pocketbooks and their 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 bottom line much better than um, than just you know going to some traditional route. So inclusiveness has many forms, many many uh, ways that you can be inclusive, but um, it is we've got to look beyond race and gender and so forth and really truly think of what inclusiveness is all about uh, so that we can bring different perspectives and different ideas. That's That's been something that uh, that I've gotten a personal education on a little bit over the past few years because I've been uh, I had some surgeries on my back and I've been getting around with a cane and had some mobility issues and you you start to learn a lot of things you didn't realize when you're not exactly the same person that you were a year before and you have these challenges of maybe walking a long distance or something and you get into a, a huge facility and signage and things like that so it, it really opened my eyes uh, personally a few years back and I've talked to someone who's shown up in your convene magazine Joan Eisenstock oh, yeah, Joan. I've interviewed Joan a few times about that and actually taken her class where she will put people in the experience of having some challenge mm -hmm. and uh, and let them kind of walk in those shoes. And I, I think doing that um, is very eye-opening to people. So that's one thing that I recommend is trying to look at the world from some other perspectives yeah. and, and thinking about that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree uh, everything what Sheriff said and I think inclusion is so important. But you know the reality on the last point you just made. made you know there are um, there are real diversity issues, and I think um, people's 
bottom line or companies' bottom lines are better served when they actually serve that diversity uh, audience. And the best way to do that is to have diversity within. Right. And so I think uh, we had one of the most powerful, amazing speakers today, um, Tamika Catchings, um, who happened to be African-American and happened to be a woman. Um, but I think everyone in that room who experienced it today saw her compelling story first. Um, but there are those who resonate with her for those reasons as well. And so I think it's important uh, that uh, we recognize that, but also in an inclusive manner. So I, I, I'm just going to add to that one uh, as in terms of performance of companies. Uh, companies that are inclusive and are diverse as a result perform 41% better than companies that are not. Uh, um, return on investment, return on equity. So it is just, it, it is, you know, the, the, the data is there to support the, right. the fact. Um, yeah, so I, I also want to touch about your, your issue on your back. And, and, and so we, we, what I like about the nomenclature today that's changing is sort of, we used to say people with disability. Right. Right. And it's such yeah. a terrible term. Um, what about people with special abilities, right? Because they do have. So think of the, um, the autism spectrum. Yeah. We would have, oh, they've got a disability. No, no, no. They've got a, a remarkable ability. Right. And, and it's, it's just about being inclusive and understanding that we understand that these people. Uh, Tamika, this morning that you referenced her and her hearing um, uh, um, uh, challenges that she faced. And that created a lot of other adversities for her. Right. Um, and it's, it's so... I mean, how she broke those barriers down, I mean, it takes a very special person. Yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think that we, I, shedding light uh, um, to these issues is so important. Talking about them in a non-threatening way. Mm -hmm. and, and I go back to the old line, you know, when we meet face to face. So um, um, uh, I, I think that I wonder what if people never saw Tamika if they only saw a black woman. Uh, and, and when you saw her today, actually you just saw a, just a wonderful individual. You couldn't give it any care about race or gender, you're just a person. Right. Right? Just right. amazing. Someone who's being. done amazing things. Yes. Yeah. And, and just you, you want to, you know, I just love this person because of just, yeah, you're just a wonderful person. So I think that it just allows you to break down those barriers. And so in, in a perfect world, I was trying, I'm trying to come up with a way to put a, a bow on this and, and put it together into something. What, what does an inclusive event look like in a perfect world uh, to you? How would you describe that? How do people do the best job to do that? Well, I, I, I first, first of all, is be open to, to different ideas, a way of different, doing different things but also be open to different people and different cultures and different, but different geography as well. Um, and, and so just allow that to happen so that those ideas can come. So one way you can do that is by crowdsourcing ideas, just understand. So just a simple using technology as one way. Two is just actually being very deliberate about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we do have to, I'm a person that don't believe in quotas, but if we need them to just to get to where we need to go with, then maybe that's a, something that you do. But I think that if we're deliberate, very deliberate, um, we'll realize that um, we maybe don't need the quotas because we're seeing the benefits of. Right. And, and then suddenly we'll be diverse. 
but sometimes we've got to go to extreme measures in order to make things happen. Kind of have to swing the pendulum yeah. far yeah. to one way. I just want to add to that because I think it's a compelling point. Um, you know, one of the things, I'll give you a great example. This morning we had um, our next up, which was a mashing of our legacy society and our board members with our 20s and their 20s. And, you know, in a traditional sense, you would think this is an opportunity for the 20s and their 20s to hear from the more tenured uh, members. Right. But in fact, you know, what we talked about and what we were very explicit about is that we learned as much from them as they learned from us. And a great example that I gave was technology. I said, we all had to adapt. The three of us had to adapt to technology, whereas it is all they've known in certain aspects of technology. And so... If nothing else, we learn quicker from them about how to utilize that technology in events or, or how we're going to educate people leveraging that technology. So I think it's diversity of thought, but also um, in age demographic, but also geographic. Um, all those things that I think PCMA is being very deliberate, whether mm-hmm. it's mashup or whether it's seeing people of color uh, who are giving, uh, providing the content or otherwise. I think that's very deliberate and very compelling, and that is what I think is success and what I would define as success. Excellent. Um, the other part of this conversation was really around uh, the human trafficking that uh, you guys have mm-hmm. pledged on. And, uh, so that's with uh, ECPAT. ECPAT, yes. ECPAT, yeah, USA. Yeah. Um, and there was something called the code. Yes, absolutely. So exactly. talk a little bit about that. So, I, you know, let, let's just first talk about ECPAT, and it's, it's, it's one organization, but it's one that we really have vetted and, um, and just look at um, what they're doing to w- raise awareness and curb human trafficking, uh, if not completely eradicated. Um, and and um, what, what PCMA um, has done is that with Merit's global events, we actually... Um, they um, they have been this has been a big cause um, and big um, initiative uh, on behalf of Merit Global Events and um, and you know they 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 thought that our industry um, could actually play a key role in in driving this forward so I want to give them a lot of credit for starting this. Um, and, and PCMA um, said, you know, you're absolutely right. Why couldn't we um, help? And so we, we really got behind it. Our foundation actually donated monies towards ECPAT. Um, we have done um, uh, uh, projects around uh, uh, human tra- trafficking. Um, and we uh, did the code, signed the code, and then actually did training for our employees. And we're going to take that on the road at our events so that we can train people so they can understand how to recognize the signs mm-hmm. of um, for people that are in distress. Um, and um, so uh, David Peckinpah, the, the, the president of Merit, when he approached us and approached me, um, I, I said to David that uh, PCME will get fully behind and fully vested in this, providing uh, Greg and, and, and our board w- was behind it, um, but it was a no-brainer for them. They just said, of course. Um, uh, but I said, you know what? It's bigger than all of us, so we should get more people involved. And um, and um, we went to the EIC, the Events Industry Council, and said sure. all the industry organizations should be involved. They should be. This should be a plank of the EIC, and it should also though be a plank of um, others. So Marriott signed the code. Arnie Sorensen signed the code. Uh, we are doing activation as a part of one of the trends that whatever are bigger than oneself. 
um, we have used the human trafficking issue uh, to show that we can have a bigger impact than just one individual on human trafficking. So let me put that into context. Uh, a company like uh, uh, Marriott, Merits, Events DC, PCMA with all the uh, employees and all the people that we bring together, think of the eyes that we can bring to the issue. Right. And, and though, thus we can recognize if there's something going uh, wrong if we make them aware how to recognize those issues. So, um, so that's, to, we want to amplify this. We want to raise the awareness level as much as possible. We actually think of uh, human trafficking as happening in Bangkok and <coughs> other sure. areas, right. but it's happening in our local communities all around the country. And we actually, every community uh, needs to pay attention to this. Makes sense. I, I know when I was doing some research on this that there are some resources and things if you can go to like the code.org and, uh, and, and pull up things like contract clauses uh, to put into your RFPs to make sure that you're discussing this with your, your properties and your vendors when you're coming into something. And I discovered a lot of that through this research of PCMA. So. It, it's helped me already start to uh, think about things in a little bit different way. And you know, and I was going to say, and I, um, you know, from my perspective, and I'll um, confess, I wasn't uh, well versed on this topic, and so I'm glad one that sheriff uh, brought this to our attention. But in many ways, it's not even about pressuring people. Think people just aren't aware of this issue, right? Yeah. So I think it's an awareness campaign in many respects, and I think we are the most compassionate industry I know. And I think once people uh, understand the problem and they're willing to solve the problem, I think uh, it's been great to build that awareness and then people are compelled to act. So I, I've, I've been uh, personally humbled by learning first about it um, because I wasn't aware, yeah. um, but also uh, to be proactive in what we can do about it as an industry. So it's been, um, it's been great to see the, the proactive uh, behavior of our industry and certainly a credit share for, for leading uh, in PCMA not just jumping on the bandwagon, but helping to lead this. And and we really do have a lot of eyes in this industry. Yeah. There, there's a lot of people um, who can be watching out for this issue and just bringing an awareness of it. it, it it's kind of interesting because I think both of these topics that we've talked about are really about awareness and, and how, as an industry, we've started to pay attention to some things that we just didn't think about before. Well, you know, we, we, we also did the hackathon here for homelessness. And, and, I, and as, as we talk about it, homelessness is a symptom of a deeper societal issue, right? Mm -hmm. or, uh, and, or a human issue. And so how are we treating the duper, uh, deeper issue? But being aware of the, what the symptom is, uh, is helps you to, to dig deeper. Um, and. Uh, PCME really, really believes this. This is our DNA that um, uh, business events are going to drive business. No question about it. And it needs to. We need to have better employment opportunities for all our peoples. But business events should also do good for people. Right. And our communities, our local communities. And so we, we are going to take every opportunity to inform, educate, not tell people how to get there, but actually highlight the problem and sort of because different people might choose different avenues to get there and we want them to choose the vehicle that's best for them. But we want to make sure that we're all sort of saying this is the end goal, but, but we can get there differently. And, and so 
it, there are many other issues that we need to deal with. I, I, I you know, I, I, um, I want to highlight, and I think it's something that you and I talked about previously, was about the HIV/AIDS um, issue in in Australia, and the fact that we used a business event to to actually make them change their laws in their country um, to allow people with HIV and AIDS to come into that country. I think it's pretty phenomenal. Um, but what was even more exciting and interesting is that the country and the government and industry has made a commitment that they want to eradicate um, HIV and AIDS by 2030. And they're working and that's creating new jobs and creating uh, research and all sorts of different industries because of their commitment and because of an event. Because of an event yeah, that started it all. Event. So we can be a real catalyst for change within this industry by starting something. We are, we are, and we've got to recognize that. And this is what we. Uh, this is why, and this might be changing our conversation a little bit. But this is why we need to focus on why we do what we do, not what we do. And when we focus on the why, we'll understand that. Yeah, we might be bringing people together, but why are we bringing them together? And right. we are bringing together. Um, we're. Um, we are. Um, Maybe make maybe using simple lenses to solve complex problems. So, but but we when we come together we can do this, and I am convinced and um, I am convinced that science alone is not going to solve human issues. Right. It's people, it's science, it's data. It takes it all. Yeah. And inclusion. Right. Yeah. Those those diverse perspectives, those people coming in from different angles are where you get the best ideas sometimes. So absolutely. Well, this is uh, exactly what I wanted to talk about because I came out of the last talk with you so inspired and I just, I had a feeling that this area would be the same, uh, same inspirational feeling and it's just really nice to consider the possibilities mm -hmm. and see that PCMA is, is behind this idea of moving us forward, not just as a business, but as humans and as people and making things work better for everyone. I categorically believe that we have a responsibility, any leader, whether you're the leader of Events DC or the chairman of PCMA, or you are um, a local community leader. Um, if you're going to be a leader, then you need to be responsible and you, the, the the opportunity in front of you to make a difference and we've got to do it and we actually bring together more than any other industry people in this world um, that can make a difference so so the, the opportunity is limitless and um, we need to create better jobs for people we need to create better lives for people and um, we all need to grow all those things the business events industry can do and PCMA is committed to that. It's, a, it's an amazing legacy to leave, and hope we can all do that. John, thank you so much as always. Thank you, I appreciate you both Likewise. being here today, yeah, and it's been great too. talking to you. Yeah. So nice to talk to you as always. And until next time, we'll, uh, we'll see you on the podcast. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Better Meetings Podcast, a strategic meeting tech production, and your source for up-to-the-minute meeting industry news, trends, and discussions. Our theme music is courtesy of Otis McDonald and licensed under Creative Commons. For comments, suggestions, or topic ideas, please visit strategicmeetingtech.com or email us directly at john at strategicmeetingtech.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.